Hello, best show. Hey, Tom, it's Mark from Comedy Nerds Podcast. I was wondering if this might be an okay time to do the interview. Well, Mark, I'm kind of doing the best show right now, so it's maybe not, um, you know, though, hey, if you're comfortable doing it on the air now on my show, yeah, let's do it. Why not? Are you serious? I'd, I'd love to do it now. That's so nice of you. Yeah, yeah, let's try it. Oh, my God, this is so good because i got to say we've been getting really lucky with a lot of the interviews lately, and I, I think that's probably one of the only good things about this quarantine is that everyone has time to talk now. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, I mean, but, but having you on the show? Yeah. That's the ultimate get for us. The ultimate get? Oh, wow. yeah. Well, that's, that's very flattering. Well, we're all such huge fans here, and our listeners absolutely adore you. And I, I'll tell you, we did a poll recently, and you were the number one most requested guest, right ahead of Stephen Colbert and Melanie Hutzel. Wow. Huh. Number one most requested guest? Oh my Yeah, God. you deserve That's, it, too. Huh. Okay. Well, I, I got to say, you're, you're making me feel pretty good, uh, Mark. Well, let's let's get right down to it. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right. I are, are we rolling? Yes. Okay. Hey, everybody! I'm here with the one and only Tom Sharpling, a true Renaissance man of comedy. He's a TV writer. He's a commercial director. He's a video director. Founder of and host of the groundbreaking radio show, now a podcast. The best show. <laughs> and um, please, please forgive me for what I'm about to say. Is there anything he can't do? Tom, how are you today? Oh, um, thanks for asking, Mark. I'm doing pretty good. You know, just trying to get through uh, each and every one of these days and make the most of everything. It's crazy. Really yeah. Crazy. Um, well, okay, first question. Tom, I'm curious what your first experiences with comedy were and if you knew from a very young age that you would end up being such an influential comedy writer. Well, uh, I guess the first part of that question would be my my first experiences with comedy would be <clears throat> stuff like Saturday Night Live was a big, a big influence on me as a kid and um, – I loved a lot of comedy movies, you know, stuff with Bill Murray in it and just like, you know, uh, Meatballs or Caddyshack and movies like that were big influences. And then I saw. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tom. Oh, what? Sorry. There's a a problem with the sound level. Oh, yeah. It's all what it's, it's all way too quiet. I'm so sorry. Um, Okay. Can you can you just answer again? I know that's a real pain in the butt. I'm sorry. No, no, no. So just ba- basically, just, just to answer from the beginning. Sure, sure, sure. We can do it. So you want me to just talk about the the comedy influences that that yes. part? Okay. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's a that's an interesting question to think about. Um, I guess the earliest influences would probably be like 
Saturday Night Live was a show I really enjoyed and uh, liked a lot of the people on that. And then because of that, I started checking out uh, like movies that Bill Murray was in, like uh, Meatballs and Caddyshack. And and I also was a pretty big uh, fan of David Letterman at the time. He had he had a late night with David Letterman was a show that was very influential for me, for the kind of comedy. Oh, Tom, I'm so sorry once again. Oh, the audio recorder froze, just froze up. It, oh. Okay. I'm, in, I'm, I'm mortified. That's all right. Really? I mean, it, it happens. It happens. Oh, is it working? Hey, hang on. You're sure it's okay. A, a million apologies. We are back and running, and you don't have to start from the beginning. Just you know, uh, let's do the part where where you're talking about uh, um, whether or not you you knew at a young age that you were going to be into comedy. How about that? Sorry about that. Okay, sure, sure. Um, I, I didn't know whether I would be in. Uh, I, I, I was interested in comedy. I didn't know whether I would be somebody who made it, though. I liked funny stuff and I liked uh, being funny and that was something I was figuring out as a kid and I, I enjoyed uh, I guess trying to be funny for my for my family and for relatives and stuff but I really didn't have much aspiration for for being a whoa whoa, whoa. Oh. oh man what's up Tom I'm we had a power surge here, and we lost the very end of, of what you said. So if you could just finish that last train of thought, I, I can I can piece it together. It's, okay. it's going to be great. Sure. So just sure. the, the, the very end of what you were saying. Uh-huh. But I didn't really know if I was going to be a uh, actually in comedy. I didn't know if that was something – that was that's great thank you so much tom that was a total blast wait that was that was it yeah we got what we need okay all right just a little thrown what do you mean you got what you need <laughs> oh believe me we, we have what we need you know i i gotta just say mark you, you call in during my show and you do your interview with me for your thing during my thing. And then you cut me off a bunch. And I, I don't think I got, uh, I don't know if I got two, two cogent thoughts out in the course of that. And that's not really the kind of interview I'd want to be a part of, to be honest. I, I, it's a little bit of a waste of time for me, to be honest. Hey, you can't talk to me like that. I can't talk to you. Well, why can't I talk to you like that? Because you're going to jail. Uh, wait, I'm, I, why, why am I going to jail? Oh, nothing much. Just a little crime called making threats against City Hall. <laughs> making a threat against City Hall. I have no, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. Well, I, I have the recording of the threat right here. You have a recording of me making a threat against City uh, Hall? Yeah, I, I did. Uh, yeah, here. Check it out. This is Tom Sharpling, and I'm going to flood City Hall with Dr. Pepper's pants from the bottling 
Whoa. What the gonna, You said it, it you said you're gonna flood City Hall with with Dr. Pepper ten from the bottling plant next door? I never said any of that. Sure you did. Tom Sharpling, and I'm gonna flood City Hall with Dr. Pepper ten from the bottling plant next door. I'm wow. I don't I didn't say that. I didn't even know they were still making Dr. Pepper 10. Yeah, it's for men only. It was a pretty uh, important drink for a lot of us men. Because um, there was a real problem with um, feeling like Dr. Pepper was too 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 ladylike, too feminine. And I can totally see that. Yeah, I was just really... We were, as I think I can speak for all men on this one is that we were all just relieved that there was finally a beverage for us. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. That, uh, True. that wasn't as, as uh, it was it wasn't just like, yeah, it was for guys. It was a very masculine was, soda. Yeah, not girly, because most most sodas are girly. Yeah, and that's why it was nice. Dr. Pepper 10, we, I appreciated that incorporation, uh, just making a beverage that, that, that just was, was for us. And I felt at home whenever I would drink a can of it. Sounds like you also felt at home flooding City Hall with it. Well, I didn't, again, I didn't say any of that. Sure you did. Just a few minutes ago. I, I, I mean, not, not those words in that order, but <laughs> let's just say thank God for this new Radio Hut audio threat app. Radio Hut audio threat app? Yes, this amazingly cool app. Basically, you take any kind of recording, any kind of speech or anything, and it turns it into a, into a really heinous threat. But no, it's, uh, well, first of all, that's a disgusting product. That's complete. I don't understand what good it could come out of a, a, a something like that. Well, but, so one thing that, that good is going to come out is you're going to be in jail. <laughs> that's good. What? <laughs> okay, I guess that would if that was. I don't know. I thought I was. I thought you wanted to talk to me, and that it was. I don't know. I but. I don't appreciate any of this, and I don't like the idea that words I didn't even say have that I just talked, and this app does what? It kind of reconfigures the sound of my voice? Yeah, and, and it makes the person sound way more evil, too. Yeah, I mean, I, that doesn't even sound like me um, on that. But I got to just say, Mark, there's no way anybody's going to believe any of this. Well, did you record the conversation on your end? Um, no, I actually didn't record the conversation on my end because the best show computer's down, and honestly, I haven't been able to record anything like that for weeks. 
Oh my God, that's too bad. Looks like this is going to be a real he's head, cheese head situation, huh? A real what's that? He's head, cheese head? He's head, cheese head? Yeah, you never heard that before? No, I've, no, I, you all know it. Honestly, no, I haven't heard it before. That's a, that's a first. It's not he's head, cheese head. It's he said, she said. Crack a book on the Old West much? Don't sound like you do. Well, I don't actually, to be fair. I don't, I don't really read up on the Old West. Oh um, yeah, it goes back to the days of like, uh, Jimmy the Kid. Was it Jimmy the Kid or Billy the Kid? Jimmy the Kid was his nephew. It was just yeah. as, as creepy. Anyway, it goes back to that time when a new outlaw would come into town and the, uh, the, Law guys, the sheriff, etc., would place wagers on whether or not his head was real or if it was a block of cheese carved into a head. This is from the, this is this actually happened in the Wild West. I think so. Doesn't it sound plausible? No, it doesn't even sound remotely plausible that anybody would argue whether somebody's head was a head or just made of cheese. Okay, well, maybe I just made it up, but I can't be sure. But anyway, all of that is moot because I'm the only one with an audio record of what was said. And I hope you like prison food and also prison clothing. Hey, uh, Mark. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I did just realize one thing is that you called me on the best show, on the best show number while I'm doing the show, which means that this entire conversation, everything you just said was heard by tens of thousands of listeners, and I am sure some of them recorded it. Wait, so you really think you have, what, tens of thousands of listeners? Yeah. I mean, oh, no! Oh, how could I be so stupid? Well, at least I didn't give my real name. Yeah. Well, Mark... I don't know what to tell you, but you blew it. And also, I got to say, this plan that you did, I know where you, you, this is from the movie Clifford. So it's what Martin, it's what Martin Short does to Charles Grodin in the movie. What's, it's called Clifford? Clifford, yes. What, what happens in it? It's, well, it's a movie where Martin Short plays a a 10 year old boy and. Right. He just wants to go to this amusement park, Dinosaur World. Right. And he uh, cannot get there because his uncle is busy working. So he starts to sabotage his uncle's life uh, piece by piece. And um, Oh, I, I've, see, I've seen this movie, but I thought it was called I Want to Say Nathan. No, it's not. It's called Clifford. And oh. it's Na- Mason, not Nathan. It wouldn't even be. I want to say it, the line you're referencing. You're you're getting wrong. Oh, yeah. Huh. But the movie's called. Oh no! Wait, what is that? Oh crap! Oh total crap! Officer Harrops must have been listening to this show, and he probably recognized my voice from when I tried this whole thing out on him a couple months ago. Uh huh. Well, did it work when you tried it then? No. Why? Well, I guess I was asking because 
it doesn't seem to be working now. Mm, well, hang on, let me let him in. Yeah, it was me. Oh. All right, hang on. Tom, he's cuffing me. Okay. <laughs> oh, so all right. I'm. He's he's leading me out to the to the, the cruiser, and I just have to ask: Do you really think you had tens of thousands of listeners? Yeah, I know I do. What you don't? Do you don't think I do, Mark? But he's gone. Okay. Well, well, I know I have tens of thousands of listeners. That's not even up for dispute. We got a ton of listeners to this show. And, uh, you know, I was never a big fan of the comedy nerds, uh, that podcast anyway. So I guess if you're a fan of it, you might, uh, might not have a host for a while because it sounds like they're taking Mark away. <laughs> 